alive. I'm not well-traveled, but I have lived a fair bit. And then some. And I can guarantee you, no one is trying to stop you from trying to establish something for yourself. Oh. You might have a hard time getting into another person's establishment or getting that dream job or whatever, but I guarantee you, hard sell. people are more likely to sidestep you, ignore you, pretend you don't exist, than they are to actively try to stop you. Oh yeah? And why is that? Deep down inside, beside your mom, few people actually give a fuck about what you're doing unless you're helping yourself, which proves you can help them. You're free to do you, baby. Let's go. There is an idea of a show, a working concept, a finished product. This is the beginning, perhaps of something great, but until we reach that goal, this is simply a big, bogus podcast. Why do you always tell me that I can start? I know I can start. I see the markers. God damn it. Just doing my part. Maybe your part's irrelevant. Impossible. I'm your conscience. Uh-huh. All right. Um, yo, I'm really digging this podcasting thing. It's coming along. It's coming along, people. I'm learning the ins and outs. It's, um... <clears throat> we have a finite amount of time for you to introduce yourself. All right, all right, all right. Fine. My name is Mighty Blackwood, and uh, this is Big Bogus Podcast. Today we're going to talk about the nonsense of being shy or being an introvert, that kind of crap gets you nowhere in life, and I'm serious about That perspective might not be fair to people with mental health issues. Listen, man, we all have mental health issues. Clearly. Um, I'm here talking to myself. <laughs> no? Touché. Touché. All right, then. Let's get it on. All set. You may go. Yeah, I know I can go. Thank you. You're welcome. All right, so, um... Let me just say, first and foremost, I am a dude that was never supposed to be reserved or shy or anything like that. When I was growing up, I was never shy. Never, ever, ever, ever shy. Extreme extrovert. Got it. And you know. I do. But then something happened that changed all that, switched up all that. See, when I was um, like in third grade or something like that, I don't remember which one, um, I felt like uh, little lumps underneath my uh, chin. Uh, long story short, it turned out to be lymph nodes um, that needed to be examined um, because I'd never, it's like every time the weather changed for like winter, I'd feel Seasonal. You know, pain underneath there. So I started complaining about it, um, all the pain that I was getting. And then I was uh, brought to the doctors and they had to do operations to uh, Biopsy. to uh, check on these lymph nodes. And then they decided it, it was a non-issue really. And then they left me with, however, a huge fucking scar to a child. underneath my chin. Um, where they did the biopsy. And that, my friends, ruined the rest of my fucking life because... Because what? I went from being an extreme extrovert, not uh -huh. thinking about myself ever, really just living life... The most rambunctious child. ...to always being aware of myself. Karma. Wherever I went, I was always conscious of people looking at me, staring at... Karma. ...talking about the way I looked. Apparently. And so, in a way, I've lived two kinds of life. Huh. I know I can go, go, go. You you, you really got to stop that. I'm just playing around. Oh, so you have a sense of humor now. I do. Ah, that's nice. When I'm telling the uh, the heartfelts. Great timing. It's comic relief. Yeah, that's great. Anyway. It is. So, um, I've lived both sides of the coin. A life of uh, not shy, and then a life of 
shy. Exceptional privilege. And then, of course, a life of not shy again, because, you know, you grew out of shyness if it's not really in you. It was really in us. So, when you're living the life of an extrovert, everything is shiny. It's always sunshine. You know, you think something, you do it. And it's always, always fun. You, you, never, you never really get bored. You know what I'm saying? It's always light all around you all the time. That's one hell of a way to put it. Well, I'm just saying, in retrospect, that's the way it feels like it was. You know what I'm saying? But then, when you're living a life of an introvert, it's always cloudy and gloomy and dark. And you're always, like, your shoulders are slumped and you're wondering what other people are thinking and you think something and you don't do it. It's completely the fucking opposite, of course, naturally, you know what I'm saying? Barely. It's just, it's, it's always dull and hopeless. <laughs> Sounds scary. Well, that's the thing. It's not really scary, scary. I know. It's just that if you're an extrovert, you know, your life depends on you. Uh -huh. It's like, you're the party. It's like, whatever you want, baby, it's going to happen. But when you're an introvert... It's like other people are the party, and whatever you want, you have to kind of reach out to them. Uh, That's the fucking difference. It ain't scary. It's just different. 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 Absolutely different. And that is the fucked up thing. Okay. I know I swear a lot. I probably shouldn't swear so much. But anyway, that's the messed up thing. Um, the difference is all in your mind. People don't change on the outside. They, they just react to you differently. If you're an extrovert, doors open, baby. If you're an introvert... Doors don't open because you don't want them to open. <laughs> you know what I mean? Maybe you do, but they'd never know, so they don't open them. If you say so. Yeah, but uh, that's the thing. It's not anybody's job to open doors for you, or me, or anyone, really and truly. Naturally. We're all just trying to figure out how to interact with one another, mm. how to relate to one another, how to help each other if we can, or how to be helped by one another. But, um, you know... Uh, an extrovert walks around thinking, yo, I could do more for you than you can do for me. Let's go. <laughs> True. Yeah. An introvert is walking around like, oh, yeah, 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 I have a few ideas, but uh, maybe I should ask a few people first, you know, run it by my conscience. Hey. Come to a consensus. That was really unfair, but let's just get into some examples, yes? Sure. I was at a cookout one time, kind of a barbecue party. It lasted all the way into the night. Anyway, at night... A bunch of us were standing around, drinking, smoking, whatever. Um, there was this girl there. Real light, real light was shining on her, I guess. I don't fucking know. Maybe it was just a street lamp. Absolutely was. So I walks up to her, I does, and I'm like, hey, what's up? And she's like, oh, no. Oh, no, you don't. I know exactly what you're all about. And she just fucking walked away. Hey, that's cold-blooded, but I was there. Yeah. Another situation years before that. I was in a park one time walking my dog, and uh, this uh, this girl was there. She was wearing booty shorts, tight, fucking tight, blood circulation cutting tight. Anyway, my bright idea was to walk up to this chick, and I said what I'm about to say. I'm like, hey, yo. Maybe I didn't say hey, yo, but, you know, I was like, hey, yo. You realize your shorts are like one size too small for you, right? <laughs> Things to not say to someone. She looks at me, sparkle in her eyes. She's like, yeah, well, who's trying to wear clothes during the summer anyway? <laughs> we hit it off. Sold. Yeah, yeah. Sold indeed. So, <laughs> to continue this, I was at a house party one time. Big house party. Lots and lots of people in a fucking loft. Brick walls. Fucking professional DJ. Shit was popping. Anyway, there was a couch. There were two chicks on the couch. Young women. Lots of space. Between them or beside them or whatever. I think it was beside them. Definitely beside them. So, you know, 
Um, I walked up to them and uh, I sat on the couch. And as soon as my ass hit the chair, the, the seat, <laughs> the cushion. The cushion, yeah. These two young women got up and left. Ouch. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, but once again, I was there. Yeah, you were there. You see, the problem is, um, or the thing that ties all these stories together is... Me? In the first situation where I was at the fucking cookout and I walked up to this chick in the ray of light and this and blah, blah, blah. Yeah? My intention was to go and talk to her because I wanted to pick her up. Air quotes. She read that shit. There was too much interest in her. And she shut me down before I even got a word out. Go. Uh, uh, uh. The third situation where the two chicks were on the couch and I walked up to them. My intention was, you know, warm up to them after I sat down. Mm. They read that shit on me. They got up, got the fuck out of there right away. Denied. Whatever it is about me, who knows? That's up to them. I don't know. You wanted something. Um, yeah. I wasn't present. I was in my mind. I was thinking about how I was going to approach them. And they saw that and they left. Rightfully so. The second situation now. Go on. I was just walking in the park. <laughs> yeah. I meant to talk to this chick, but... I was in the park just doing my own fucking thing and I said something I shouldn't have said um, but I really didn't give a shit I wasn't trying to be smooth I wasn't trying to you know what I mean I just walked up to her and said what I had to say take it however you want and you know she gave me back her opinion and we riffed turns out um, that's one of the best relationships one of the best friendships I ever had in my whole life whole life with a female why? because I wasn't nervous about doing this shit. The first situation, yeah, I was nervous. Third situation, yeah, I was nervous. Second situation, it was amazing. I was not nervous. I didn't care. I was just being me. Present. That's the difference. All the fucking situations in life where I was overthinking things or, you know, putting too much energy into it where it wasn't warranted, flopped. Otherwise, amazing. Don't I know it. And so you see, my results depended entirely on my intentions. So, talk about intentions. So yeah, intentions, intentions, right? Um, yeah, basically, uh, our intentions are always in the air, really and truly, by our actions or by our words or whatever. Um, people see you coming a mile away based on your reputation or based on the little amount that they've been able to observe you or whatever. Um... But uh, unless they've already figured you out or figured out what they think they know about you based on your actions or based on um, what they've been able to observe or what they've heard so far, um, no one's going to try to stop you from being yourself. Um, if your intentions are pure, you can definitely just be you and not be nervous about going about your own fucking business because the world owes you nothing and you don't owe the world anything. In a way, in a way, but... But, but nothing. You don't owe the world anything. Um, so, basically... Basically what? The most that's going to happen is people are going to avoid you or go away or whatever. But they're not actively trying to stop you from being yourself. That's the one thing you're always free to do. Well, unless you're in a toxic relationship, but that's a whole different fucking story. Language. Yeah, whatever. Um, to drive my point home, unless you're a politician or a teacher or, you know, someone that people look up to um, for representation or for guidance, there's really, truly no benefit in trying to please everyone or, like, wondering what other people are thinking because, you know, they're thinking, hmm, 
what is this person all about? Yes. And meanwhile, you're thinking, hmm, what are they all about? Yes. And that all adds up to you not being present in your own reality because you're living someone else's. And when you're not present in your own reality, you walk around being self-conscious and being introvertive and being shy. Yes, yes, there it is. There it is. And then when people sense that shit on you, it's so foul that people are like, uh, I don't know if I have any confidence in this person because this fucking person doesn't have any confidence in himself or herself. You know what I mean? Yes, I know what you mean. And when you don't have any confidence in yourself, you depend too much on other people, and that's a bad look. A very bad look. And the bad look about depending too much on other people is you walk around looking needy and they sidestep you. So, it's very bad to be needy, is it? It's very bad to be needy. Think about the last time you were walking on the street and you saw a beggar sitting out there with a coffee cup or a hat or whatever. Oh, please, sir, please, uh, spare some change. I don't care how kind-hearted you are or if, you know, you turn around and you go and get this person some food from time to time, you might drop some change or whatever. The fact is, deep down in your heart of hearts, you know it's wrong to be charitable, charitable to a person like this because you're not actually solving a problem. You're just feeding into this never-ending pit of need. Aren't we saying charity is bad? Too much of it. Yeah, absolutely. Dig this. Wow. Even in the dog world, if a dog is sick or weak or whatever, they'll weed that mutt out of their society. Wow. And I know it sounds harsh, but it's just a fact. Oh my. The human brain does not want to be charitable. Mothers hate needy babies, and it's their own kids that I'm talking about. Yikes. You know what I mean? Yikes. Mothers don't even like when their baby needs, needs, needs too much. So it's like, stop. how are you going to walk around needing things from other people all the time? Please stop. Hoping that someone else will help you. It's not attractive. Do for yourself. You know what I mean? My God, man. Don't be shy. Don't be an introvert. Do not wait for permission. Just do something for yourself. Okay. So, unless you have direct competition out there, no one gives a fuck what you're doing. <laughs> Everyone's trying to do something for himself or herself. So, like I said, God, do for yourself. It's been about 15 minutes. Do you feel you've offended enough people with your personal views on sensitive topics? Yep. Oh? Big Bogus Podcast is coming along. Now, we just need some features and better contents, and then we'll be on our way, baby. Um, so we didn't do well. We can do better. There is an idea of a show. A working concept, a finished product. This is the beginning, perhaps of something great. But until we reach that goal, this is simply a big, bogus podcast. Is this like an Easter egg when you put something in the end where people are not really supposed to listen to all all the way to the end? If only if they're nosy enough. I don't know. Um, well, if you're nosy enough to have listened all the way to the end of this podcast episode, this is a very special one because it's dedicated to my sister Carrie on her birthday. Happy birthday, Carrie! And uh, we'll see where a big bogus podcast goes. <laughs> right now, it's a project a, a, a project of passion. And uh, we're going to keep it going anyway. 
So, um, yeah, many more. More life. Take care.